Get a sound check real quick. You guys, oh, if you want it, uh, headphones if you want it. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, you should grab the headphones. You can get a better idea of, um, of how I speak. Yeah, just your proximity oh. to the mic. Chick, 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 number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Chick, chick. Chick, so, chick. so no, nobody has definitely nobody has covered the Beatles' Revolution Number Nine on ukulele, I, right? I don't think so yet. Uh, the it, one song, <laughs> the only Beatles song not covered by ukulele player. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today we have Tobias Ilov, and he's from Denmark. Yep. A uh, big hub of ukulele players over there. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are a couple of. <coughs> yep, that's the, the shutting down for the day. Uh, okay. You know, one of the things that um, I remember last time when you came by and you were playing and you were, um, uh, we did some like kind of not really lessons, but you know, you were talking about oh, yeah. the styles and, and kind yeah. of showing, is, um, you know, there's the claw hammer that mm-hmm. you 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 went and visited a J- James like kind of early on, right? right or at least a few. Two thousand eight or something. Yeah. Yeah, so and um, and how did that happen? By the way, uh, I just wrote to him. Really, I I discovered him in like two thousand three or something through the internet through Alta Vista search. <laughs> <laughs> so old school. For, uh, <laughs> only when you know, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, I just wrote to him. Really, he just released his first album, and I wanted to get some ukulele lessons because I, yeah. I thought it was really nice the way he's, he played. And then he wrote back, yeah, sure, where do you live? And I was like, Denmark. And then he wrote back, oh, come over and visit. <laughs> he didn't so think you were going to come <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm thinking, uh, like, now when I think back, I'm, uh, in Denmark, when you say something, it's usually literal, but the Canadian politeness I learned much later in my uh, journey <laughs> of music. <laughs> Uh, no, but he's he was cool, he, huh? Yeah, it was it was it was really nice. Yeah. So, as in, come over and like, so you just came <coughs> over and you stayed. I with stayed him? with him for I think three weeks, something like that, and just had lessons every day. Really, he wasn't with Anne yet. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, okay. It was, they, and they lived out in the forest. They still do in the same house. So oh yeah, yeah, all wood inside. Oh, is that uh, where they filmed that video? The one he's playing the uh, baritone electric, the thin body. Probably uh, it looks like it's in a barn maybe, or something. Yeah, you know? maybe. Yeah, I remember he was like he's getting all electric sound. Hey, he's yeah. experimenting with some different stuff. But yeah, it looked yeah. like a barn in the middle of nowhere. Just all wood. But yeah, it seems yeah. like if you guys are watching, you can just write James and you can go stay. I'm <laughs> 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 not sure the the offer is still open. <laughs> he got he he's big time now. He's really. Well, yeah, Dude. I mean, he's... He's the biggest. He's awesome. Yeah, he's great. he's great. And he's got all kinds of different teaching methods and stuff. Yeah, you know, he's, he's got the ukulele way. He makes his own, like, Facebook, but just with ukulele. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty crazy. When you went there, did you already kind of have, like, some of the claw hammer styles and stuff like that? No, not really claw hammer. And, and he didn't taught me the claw hammer. I think I just figured it out myself. There's a lot of... Um, banjo people in Denmark playing claw hammer uh, banjo, okay, so you banjo player so I just kind of applied it it's the same right, technique right, right. Uh, but what Was we worked on the, the sherry hammer uh, the cherry picking uh, right oh cherry yeah, <laughs> ch- the cherry hammer this is messy it's a one time hammer 
Yeah. <laughs> Breaks every time. No, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> no the cherry picking. Yeah, that, that was what we worked on when when I visited him. He had this. He had this song, uh, song for cherry. He wrote where he he made up this fancy right hand technique when you can describe that. Yeah. So the the basic idea of it is that you have a what what they call a thumb index or a folk folk strumming. Here, wait. I'm gonna turn on those mics real quick. Okay, so the basic idea is that you you can pick a note with a thumb and then you can strum in between. This is the what they call the folk strum or pick strum. And then when you need some notes in between that, you fill it out with uh, the Hawaiian triplet strum, but not as a strum. You, you use the same pattern, but as a picking pattern. So instead of doing... You would say, but just it's a combination of those two, so you have to keep. So here's my uh, picking strumming, and Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this. Uh, <laughs> Any questions? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna put this camera a little bit closer, and yeah. then uh, you know, let's let's do that again. And, mm. Yeah. There's three parts of of the triplet strum. You could start with the index, or you could start with uh, index down, or thumb down, or, or up with index. Uh -huh. um, and it depends really on the tune, which one you want to fill out right. the thumb index strum. Do you want to yeah, yeah. take it again from the beginning? Um, well, yeah, j just okay. go over from uh, yeah. beginning with us <coughs> looking a little closer at your fingers. So right now I'm in 6, 8 time. Uh, so 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 2. So this is just thumb and index. I'm just picking with the thumb, and then I'm strumming with the index in between. Oh, but you're just hitting kind of like the the last two. Instead, I hit all of, of it. But it kind of gives it more of that uh, distinctive. You can hear the notes better with just the. That's right. Um, well, the most important thing is to keep the rhythm. Right. So how do you take that to the next uh, level? And, and then when you want to fill out notes in between, you use the uh, Hawaiian triplet picking. Uh, instead of using the Hawaiian triplet strum, you use the same pattern from the strumming. But instead of strumming all the strings, you just pick one string with it. For example, this is the Hawaiian triplet strum, right? It's the same strumming here. If somebody was going to um, try to practice that with just picking with their fingers, yeah. so it would be down with the thumb, down with the thumb. The, uh, you, you can start three three places in the Hawaiian triple strum. You could start from down with index, down with the thumb, and up with the index. Or you could start with thumb, down, index up, and index down. Or you could start with index up, index down, and thumb down. So you see, it's a circular movement. Right. So you can start, you can start anywhere. 
anywhere in the in this three point circular movement and at, uh, and in this tune particularly I'm starting on the thumb so down up down awesome so this is this is the stuff that he was teaching you it was the stuff he not this this song uh, in particularly um but we were we mostly work with uh uh, with the song for cherry right yeah that that right hand is such a it's percussive and it's very yeah it, uh, there's the three layers really yeah the, the percussion yeah and then you have the chord mm-hmm. and then you have the melody but it's it's like also that execution of that strum too because I'm, I'm sure you're like you're kind of hearing and you, you just want the e and a just strummed out you have to keep you have to keep throughout the whole that's your yeah, drummer that's, that's your the drummer foundation the like the groove foundation you have to keep that on and and i mean if you have a melody where the notes hit those two it's fine you see this is no problem you can just use this one but then we, when you want to fill it out you got to use the hawaiian triple strum as a picking pattern it a little bit more <laughs> yeah i mean uh yeah i think maybe like trying to even master that triplet strum first and then oh, master yeah, the triplets sure. in notes and there's then there's three layers in it really to to keep the to be able to keep the groove all the time that's the first i think and then the second is uh putting on the chords and making that groove and then learning the melody for itself just with the thumb or whatever melody it is and then use some uh, time on the triplet strum to just get into the Hawaiian. This kind of thing. Corey's hands kind of move uh, very similar uh, in the way he plays t- as well. Just um, uh, sometimes, yeah. Yep. He he definitely brings that. Uh, I don't know. It's like it's just a movement of uh, a flow. Yeah, there's yeah. a fluidity though to your your playing, and uh, man, it just keeps getting better. I was I was telling you when we were just setting up here, you should get a hang drum player. Some of the <laughs> stuff is just like I could, right. <laughs> I could just get into yoga pose and like float right. off the ground. It seems like that's another thing that I've been more interested in since last time uh, I was here. Like more, uh, like the meditative part of music, the the feeling of transcendence in music. When I when I forget myself, that's really 
ah, that's such a joy for me. Like the album is is not supposed to be the party album you put on. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. It's really not that unless party. it's that kind of party. That kind of party <laughs> <I could>. yeah. <laughs> depends uh, how many yeah. psychedelics are in. <laughs> it could um, be uh, smoke something and uh, have a. And it's all instrumental. Party. It's all instrumental. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That I mean, so much stuff like that can be used for just scenery, you know, stuff. Yeah, like, for sure. Oh yeah, movies. For sure. I would love to do more of that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it is kind of so cinematic room. in a way. Yeah. Mood, mood music. Yeah, but that's and I think that's because of how much attention there is to the sound when you play like when you hear a note and like the dynamics of every single note matters you know when, you, when, mm. when a lot of people play sometimes it's just going through the motions maybe yeah. but but the the extensive like paying attention to how loud is this note going to be how long is it going to let it ring out mm. you know like all that kind of stuff sure. gets thought about maybe more often it's something i think about <coughs> both consciously and unconsciously i think i do it all the time it's, yeah, it's very important for me it's called sound. feeling it you know yeah. it's just like getting in there and just yeah. really letting very cool um let's get let's get another tune you yeah. got another tune sure i can take another one from the um, from the album okay
It's called ukulele meditation. Meditation, nice. Ukulele meditation. Yes. Yeah, I could definitely. I could just like go out into nature and, and <laughs> film some stuff and put that behind it. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free. Sorry, guys. I got a new project. <laughs> Can't do setups today. <laughs> so. The ukes that you just got from a Nui Nui, mm -hmm. this one is this is spruce top. Is the other one a spruce top too? The other one is spruce top too, I think so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and it's koa back. Oh, koa back inside. I can show different. it also. Yeah, why don't you grab yeah. that one? Oh, that's awesome. Very different sound is more warm. Uh, so this, the other one is more like harp, kind of sparkling harp. This is more. Is that in uh, the low G or low yeah, A? Low A. Low in A. This case, yeah. yeah. I play in D tuning still. <laughs> so, so what's the sh sh strings? The, uh, the strings is fluorocarbon. It's. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the, the tuning is... The tuning is A, D, F sharp, B. A. And the reason for that is because I've played a lot with fiddles, and and normally, the in, in, at least in Scandinavian, also Irish folk music, it's nice to have an open sound. Oh yeah, I love that. Step up, and that's how a lot of the music was written for ukulele first, like, you know, early on. I think there is like... One, uh, the first ukulele uh, instructional book uh, released by Ernest K.E. Uh, Hawaiian. And um, it's like, I think, 1910. And then there's one book in some yeah. years after, which were in detuning. Yeah, yeah. So I think it, it was a, maybe it the same period. Uh, they were both C tuning and detuning. But uh, but I think the primary, primary reason to, to do it... Um, it's because uh, the higher tension, the more volume. <laughs> and back in the days where they didn't have amplification, you just want to crank the string and make it as high tension as possible. Yeah. Then it projects a bit more. Um, yeah, that's my. A little theory. bit bright, brighter, you know. Brighter I mean, too, yeah. You get a little bit um, more like knifey sound. <laughs> yeah, articulation. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, but I play with fiddles, and I like to make these. These kind of chords, which is dronish, mm. and if I have a C drone, there's no fiddle tunes in C. It's always <laughs> tunes in D. Yeah. So I, I gotta have the the open D. Yeah. Are you most influenced by fiddle players? Yeah, I think to I think so. Mm, that's that's a big inspiration, natural inspiration, because uh, well, Scandinavian folk music is fiddle. It's written for fiddle or for flutes, mostly. So a lot of the repertoire I've played, a lot of fiddle tunes, and yeah, so that's, uh, you, you want to seek for that articulation, because you want it, I want it to sound the same, I want it to not be the, the weird guy with the ukulele, and, <laughs> and I failed the big time, <laughs> in that scene at least. I The awesome weird guy. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully awesome and weird. 
at the same time but but you know it's you want to try to uh, assimilate and uh, try to fit in the the style where the ukulele has no uh, room whatsoever really so I wanted, wanted to find my way through it and I needed to, to have the detuning otherwise it was harder to jump in and play with people too huh? yeah when yeah their tunes aren't in that yeah so that that uh, is spruce also it just kind of aged a little bit yeah I think it is I'm pretty sure it's spruce yeah no satin finishes sometimes they like and this is back dark in a little earlier core. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a beautiful instrument. I, I like it. Yeah, we'll have to get some of those. Sounds really good. good. Really good pickup. <laughs> so, like, going back to your schooling and stuff, mm-hmm. and, um, like, uh, like as far as the folk music styles that mm-hmm. you're majoring in, like, what, what are, give us some examples of, like, some different styles. <laughs> different styles in the, in the folk music. Uh, there is... Well, there is the polka. I, I played that before. This. This and kind of style. That's. So what? What makes you know polka that. polka? Polka is um, it's a type of dance. So it's I played a lot for dancing. Uh, on the music academy too. But I mean, is it like the it's two a, four of it? It's, or it's two that? four and. Like the this is not a real because real is more like uh, there's more notes in between I would say. So but it definitely this rhythm don't like don't give me an example gong, of gong, a gong. real maybe maybe the basic rhythm oh, okay. polka rhythm don't don't that's polka yeah that's the basic rhythm of it. But sometimes you know there's they would call it something and I would say it sounds like polka you know there's a mm. <laughs> slight difference. But it's more articulated on the fiddle too. Uh, there's a style called handball, which is very similar to polka, but a bit slower dance. And I think it's a different uh, bowing technique on the fiddle. But on the ukulele, it sounds all the same. <laughs> I would say. Um, so, uh, but but besides polka, there's um, <coughs> there's polska, sling polska, like the southern Sweden's uh, Swedish uh, style, which is it could be something like. Uh, Polska. One, Polska, yeah. Sling Polska. That's cool. Uh, it, it could even be uh, <laughs> what kind of Polska. We have this one. So that's one, two, three, one, two, three. And sometimes they yeah. try to drag the two down, go on, daka, daka, Kind of floating, but keeping the. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's it? almost like, you know, like medieval, but it's like, it's I could see that almost yeah. getting taken to like hardcore. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's yeah. powerful like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very. Uh, solid uh, rhythm to it and then we have um, there's def- there's also like <coughs> old l- kind of um, 
there's a type of, of line dance which is one big line just running around oh, running around uh, in, in one line uh, it's called keraus it could be stuff like this Also a dance music. Also a dance, yeah, yes, yeah. it's basically dance music, most of it. Sometimes I would take this dance move, uh, dance tunes, and, and play it a little slower. There's one uh, traditional song I have on my new album, which is called Pluka Plantor, or translated would be Picking Herbs. It sounds like this. Because it's beautiful melody. Yeah, I'm really uh, looking forward to the new album. I got it. And um, maybe we can uh, cl close out this with uh, a final tune. Yeah, for sure. So also on the new album. Yeah. Yeah. You just say when. So you blow up. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not on the new album. <laughs> Ukulele cover of oh. Number nine. You gotta have it as one of those like hidden tracks. Remember oh, with CDs. Ghost track. Ghost track. <laughs> yeah. What a work it would be to play. Oh my We're gonna <laughs> record it at a. I'm going to have to come over to Denmark <laughs> and find the right restaurant to record right. it in. <laughs> right, and the baby also. There's also a baby on it. Maybe Corey can make one in a year. <laughs> no, no, a couple of days he will. A couple of days, yeah. Tell us the name of this. Uh, it's called Arendring, which means memory in Danish. Oh, I used to have that. Ah. I used to have. Okay, here he goes. <laughs> <laughs> 